We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! Let's jump right back into the news. Uh, the Spurs are quote-unquote healthy. Kelvin Johnson didn't play last night, but we had uh, Devin Vassell and Trey Jones both return for the Spurs. They came off the bench. Vassell plays 23 minutes, 18 points, yeah. two rebounds, two boards. Um, we also off. had Tyrese Halliburton out for the Pacers. So TJ McConnell gets his 21 minutes, puts up two, four, and five. Um, Spurs beat Indiana here. Uh, Spurs are on a roll. I think two, is that two in a row? Uh, my goodness. Uh, Halliburton, Halliburton, like we mentioned, out with the calf injury. He's got two days of rest before the Bulls on Sunday, so he could be back. Um, the Pacers are actually over 500 when Halliburton plays. Uh, one oh, game over 500, despite them being 28 and 36 on the season and three games out of the play in, over 500 when he plays. Um, Ken, is there anybody here like the Spurs? Do you well? I think your Malachi Branham days may be right. uh numbered, obviously. Uh, who was our cover guy last week? Uh, though who knows? Trey Jones came back once. And then disappeared for, what, five games or so, Alex? So, you know, I thought Trey Jones was back two weeks ago. And then, wah, wah. The wobble for Wembley is in full effect here. We'll see what happens. I I don't know what's going on with the Spurs. And then Johnson. Oh, my goodness. Two good games. Sits. Two good games. Sits. It's infuriating. Yeah. And despite Trey Jones coming back, Devontae Graham still plays 32 minutes and starts. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was probably the odd part. I mean, I think Brand, Branham still has some upside. You know, he remained in the starting lineup, played 24 minutes. Not a great game, 4 for 10 from the floor, 0 for 2 from downtown. Uh, but uh, you have to assume as the season wears on here, you know, we're, we're going to hit the, the stretch run, and the Spurs are going to want to lean more heavily on their young guys. So I, I do think once Jones – and Vassell both re-enter the starting lineup, then Graham and Branham will be the casualties there. Bates Diop is another guy where I would be surprised, you know, that that's more of a Kelton Johnson uh, issue there. Once Johnson returns uh, to full speed, Bates Diop will move. I, I mean, it's, it's still, there's some encouraging 
takeaways from the Spurs young, uh, a few of their young players. I'll still call Zach Collins young. He played 31 minutes, <laughs> uh, had 18 points and, and a couple blocks. Uh, and then Sohan, I, Jeremy Sohan's playing really well. 31 energetic. minutes last night. Yep. Energetic. So <laughs> 26 field goal attempts for Sohan last night. Um, he, he is the guy who, you know, I'm most excited about, I think on the Spurs outside of, you know, obviously Kelton Johnson, Vassell, highly rostered players in, in fantasy leagues already, but Sohan's the guy where if he's still available in your league, I think there is long-term value here. And, and there is uh let's see, he is widely available. We're not talking about him in our waiver wire pickups, but 38% rostered on Yahoo, 8% on ESPN. I think there's 12 team value there for the remainder of the season. And he's probably the least likely for them to sit, right? They want him getting minutes. So they, they're going to give Vassell time off for a hangnail, Keldon Johnson, extra time to fold his laundry. But uh, Sohan is going to play and, play and shoot. Yeah, I'm surprised he's that um, that low rostered. I didn't even like think about it for our waiver wire section. But yeah, you got right. to pick up Sohan for sure. And then uh, on the on the Pacers side, before we move on to the next game, uh, the fact that George Hill received the spot start in place of Halliburton uh, is is one of the more hilarious deci- decisions I've seen a coach make this season. Uh, Fifteen minutes for George Hill. Uh, McConnell was was still the guy who ended up, um, you know, see, receiving the biggest boost for the night in Halliburton's absence. Buddy Heald had a solid game, but it's just hilarious to me that Hill even got kind of that uh that hey gee thanks thanks guy here's a start for you uh Uh, ken let's go to uh warriors clippers yeah warriors beat the clippers 115 to 91 russell westbrook shoots three of 12 from the field as they beg him to hoist him the clippers are now zero and four with russell he started all four of those games with the clippers He's putting up good fantasy stats, I guess, for the Clippers over four games, 14 points, a little over four rebounds, eight and a half assists, almost two steals. He's shooting 46%, uh, hitting his free throws. He's also committing 4.3 turnovers. But uh, there were some interesting offensive sets, Alex, you noticed on Twitter last night regarding Westbrook. Yeah, if you uh, you just throw Westbrook into your Twitter search bar, and you're gonna find some clips. But the the Warriors just were not guarding him last night. Like, <laughs> like, and I mean that like literally. Like they were not acknowledging that he existed. There's one clip of him. He's at the top of the key. First of all, nobody's near him. He passes the ball. He runs down to the dunker spot, changes dunker spot sides. No one on the Warriors looks at him. Like they all have their heads turned. They're not even acknowledging that he exists. Um, he was getting the ball wide green, open. Green was vaguely assigned to him, Draymond. Yeah, I mean, but to play fit, but also told play 15 feet off. He's playing help defense the whole time, like anytime, yeah. but right. Yeah, and there's there's clips of Westbrook, he's wide open, he catches the ball and he Clanged passes it. it despite being wide open. And the defenders on the Warriors are jumping the passes before they even happen, so they're <laughs> anticipating a guy who's wide open just launching it to some. It's it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but as you mentioned, the fantasy stats are fine. I just, <laughs> how long can this last? You know what I mean? Um, if you're Terrence Ben, aren't you like, um, excuse me? Hello? Uh, you put me in the starting lineup. Things were looking pretty good. And then you just stick this disaster ahead of me. What's going on? 
Right. Yeah, and that was after the Clippers were like, well, we can't make any big trades because Terrence Mann's our guy. Like, he's untouchable. They call Terrence Mann untouchable in trade talks, and then they cut him off at the knees to have to play Westbrook out there. Westbrook's making uh, Reggie Jackson look appealing. Who's not who's, who's being helpful in Denver, by the way. He is. Yeah. Um, also, Jordan Poole, 34 points and 20 shots. Bigger news. Stephen Curry expected to return this Sunday. Yes. Versus the Lakers. Uh, Warriors are now fifth. Um, they've actually played pretty well without Curry all year. They've been figuring it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kawhi's resting today. Uh, the Clippers are seventh, technically in the play-in, half game back of Dallas. But, of course, these these Western Conference standings, uh, by the time we do our podcast on Friday, will look uh, completely different. Like, someone just randomized them. Five through 11 is total hodgepodge. Five through twelve, even you could throw Portland. Five through thirteen, you throw Thunder in there. Only separated by four games. Shannon, is there anyone in this messy hodgepodge between five and thirteen that uh, you see exploding out of this? Maybe the Warriors with a healthy Curry, but anyone else? I'm still optimistic with the Lakers. I mean, obviously, any LeBron James news and his ability to return mm-hmm. is a big part of that. I, I really do like the depth that they added uh, at the trade deadline. But again, it all it's all dependent on LeBron James and how long he's out for. If, if he's able to return quicker than expected, uh, I think they'll still make some noise. And, and, you know, they're only three games out of the fifth seed, you know. So I, I love Bamba, Vanderbilt, Beasley. Uh, I, I just, you know, D'Angelo Russell, they're, they're a totally different team. And I feel like uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron actually have some help now, some pieces around them that, that will work well, but you need LeBron and Anthony Davis out there on the court for that to happen. Uh, the Pelicans, I, I like them quite a bit. You know, I, if Timberwolves could make some noise, if, if cat returns, yeah, I, I'm not too optimistic about uh, the thunder surprising, Trailblazers, you know, Dane, Dane can go crazy and have these crazy 70 point games, but they're still three and seven over their past 10. So not very high there either. But the Thunder, I mean, Thunder already, you know, appear to be trying to transition into tank mode with SGA uh, sitting out. So uh, I'll, I'll give the, I'll give it to the Pelicans right now, just because I do like that team. And with Ingram back, I think they're starting to kind of find their form even without Zion playing. And we'll touch a little on Zion later. Um, Alex, did I see the Clippers, even though they're on 4 skid, they're going to rest Kawhi tonight for knee management? Yep. Yeah. How, I mean, if you're a Clippers fan, isn't this starting to drive you crazy? Like, I guess you knew what you were getting with Kawhi, but come on, man. Is he ever going to play? Play! He's been playing really well lately. When he plays, when well, he's I mean, on he's the missed, floor. He's only missed two games in the past, like, 15. <clears throat> it's the second game of a back-to-back. I get it. He had played, you know, basically had played seven games in a row. Um, uh, what is it? 12 of the past 13 games. That's pretty damn good for Kawhi. Like, he's getting mm-hmm. there. He's playing more mm-hmm. frequently now, and he's playing really, really well, uh, basically at a similar level to what he's played in past seasons. So, I... I do think it's actually encouraging that he's playing as much as he has played. Uh, yeah, it's just too bad that the team happens to be on an 0-4 skid on, on a day when they need to probably give him some rest. I'm, there's there's a chance it's like 
Kawhi's out today. They're like, all right, Westbrook, this is your chance. And yep. he just completely blows it. And then he is no longer an LA Clipper. Ooh. Uh, oh. Yeah. It really wouldn't cost a... him much. Wouldn't cost him much. Not well, Alex, good. there was an interesting game in Dallas last night. Yeah, Luca and Kyrie uh, annihilate Philadelphia, combined for 82 <laughs> points in the win. Dallas shoots 55% from the field. It was just, you know, Kyrie and Luca were hot, and then they draw defensive attention. They kick out, and everybody else on the team was hot shooting, and you just dominate um, offensively. Uh, their record since they got Kyrie doesn't really reflect it, but with Kyrie and Luca on the court at the same time, they're outscoring teams by 16 points per 100 possessions. That's through a scorching hot offense and a pretty bad defense. <laughs> um, aside from those two, Christian Woods kind of still in the doghouse here. Um, maybe still affected by a thumb injury that cost him some time. I, it's hard to say, but we also know Kid doesn't particularly like him. The last 10 games for Christian Wood, he's played a maximum of 23 minutes, averaging 13, 5, and 2. Um, it just doesn't look great for him right now. Two things. I got off the plane last night, saw this score, and I just assumed, oh, Embiid's foot must still be causing him problems. But no, the big three played for Philly. In fact, they started all big three. They moved Maxi to the starting lineup and still kind of got spanked. And as you wrote in the notes about Mr. Wood, the path becomes even cloudier now that Maximilian Kleba is back. Achtung! Oh, another one of those? Oh, all right. Uh <laughs> So, I mean, with with the with the Sixers, I'm not going to read too much into it. Again, this is the second game of a back to back for them. Uh, they also played on Wednesday night, and Bede sat that night. And the reason why he sat is because it was a back to back. It seems like. Um, and then also, if you have Kyrie and Luca combined for 82 points and shoot 62 percent from downtown on 20 uh, 21 attempts. You're, you know, the Mavs are going to win. They, they, there was they, no I, defense. There was no yeah. defense at all. This game, Shannon. Mavs shoot 55% from the field. Sixers shoot 58% from the field. I didn't know you could hit 58% of your shots and lose in the NBA, but apparently you, you can. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I don't recall the last time we saw uh, teammates combined for 40 point, 40 point games. Oh, I just read when that happened and I have already forgotten it. Sorry. Alex. Well, the fans are just, just going to have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> all right, Ken, let's go to let's go to Washington, Toronto. Yeah, Washington beats Toronto in Washington, one nineteen, one oh eight. Totally screwed up my uh, my NBA betting pick yesterday. Sorry about that, Alex. But uh, Kuzma, not Perzingis, not Beal. Kuzma leads the Wizards with thirty points from an inefficient twenty four shots. Beal and Perzingis combined for twenty six shots. But they won, so I, you know, I shouldn't be throwing stones. But I, I expected Kuzma to take the hits with Persingas coming back. I was wrong. Uh, Toronto has still won eight of their last eleven. And Alex, I'm going to defer to you. But there's a certain new center in Toronto playing well. Yeah, Pirtle. He's completely changed the Raptors. I mean, they lost this game, but his eight games with Toronto, he's averaging fifteen and nine with four stocks. I don't think that's sustainable, but. Amazing while it's happening. 76% from the field, obviously poor free throw shooting, but it the two they played 221 total possessions with Pirtle on the court. They're outscoring teams by 30 per 100 with Pirtle on the court. I have never seen a number that high uh, in my life. Um, 
It's pretty ridiculous. Poor, poor free throw shooting. Usually last night, seven for seven from the line. Wow. I know. It's amazing. You don't see that very often from Pirtle. Um, other, another encouraging note for the Toronto side is just seeing Fred Van Fleet, Van Fleet uh, play 40 minutes. Um, he's still kind of round into form after Shooting's missing still some time. terrible, but yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, but I do think it's encouraging to see him play log those 40 minutes after those three uh, DMPs he had last week. Um, and, and then on the, on the wizard side, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a center on the wizard side that I think deserves uh, s- some, some praise here. And that's Daniel Gafford. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I expected him to drop off a little bit. He had, he was coming off two big back-to-back games with Porzingis out. Um, you know, he, he, over those two games, he, he played 33 minutes average uh, 14 and 11 with, with 3.5 stocks. And he actually continued that last night. He played top 30 minutes again, 31 minutes, 18 points, five rebounds, one block. Um, I, I, thought it was really encouraging to see him play 31 minutes. Uh, you know, the three games prior to this three game stretch, he averaged 15 minutes per game. Still, still has been a, a mainstay in the starting lineup for the wizards, but those minutes have fluctuated. Um, but it's good to see with Porzingis back still top 30 minutes. He had a sweet dribble drive top of the key dunk where you're like, when did Daniel Gafford get handles? <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, some some uh, eight for ten from the field. Just had some glorious highlights last night. Yeah, he um he's been good. Definitely second half of the season. Started off a little bit slow, but he's worth rostering for a long time at this point. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, Ken, let's go to the fan feedback. Yes, and fans, if you'd like us to answer a question, please post a comment in our most recent Rotowire YouTube NBA video. This week, YouTube superfan Daniel Arias asked, Hey guys, thoughts on trading Zion for RJ Barrett and Maxi, ESPN League 10 teamer points league. I'm in first, so my first playoff game wouldn't be until March 20th. Not sure why. Do you guys give up on Zion to get Barrett and Maxi? I would think about it. Because our last update is that he's going to undergo an MRI like late this week or early next week. And there's no indication that he's back on the floor. There's no indication he's actually making tangible progress. It's just, hey, this guy's going to get another MRI next week. Um, And that's not a great sign. I mean, what's the chances a guy gets an MRI uh, after making zero progress on like March 9th and then is playing by March 20th? Yeah. I don't know. And Maxi uh, showing flashes of last season. Had a great game last night for the Sixers. But Shannon, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it is tough. If you're in first place and, and you've held on to Zion this long, you know, maybe maybe you can withstand uh, keeping him stashed on your bench even longer. Uh, my my biggest question about both Barrett and Maxi is just how impactful are they going to be um, as additions? Uh, I mean, Barrett's, teamer, yeah. you know, Bar- Barrett's been really up and down. I, I don't like the way his minutes have fluctuated and, and his production over the past four games. He's averaging 16 points, 3.8 boards, 3.3 rebounds, only playing 27 and a half minutes per game. That's, that's not ideal. Uh, and it's pretty crazy, honestly, that, that a, guy who received that contract from the Knicks is not only playing, playing under 28 minutes <laughs> per game. Um, but I, I am with Alex. I think at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to pull the trigger on this deal. Um, you know, depending on who you drop, if you're dropping a player who's of, of equal value to Maxi and Barrett to, to clear that extra roster spot, then no. But if it's, if it's all addition for you, and all you're losing is a guy you're stashing on your bench. Then, then I think it's a wise trade. I guess. I guess my question is like, I'm 
I'll admit I'm like not I'm not in a 10 team points league. But is there a chance that there's just a guy on the waiver wire every week on a four game week that <laughs> well, you can certainly pick a, up? There's certainly a Barrett on your waiver wire, don't you think? With quickly yeah, taking his I mean, minutes. That that would be my hesitation, is that I think there's gotta be guys on the wire that are putting up 25 fantasy points, 20 to 25 fantasy points per game on a four game weeks that you could probably just stream in. Because you're doing a two for one. Sure. So you'd be dropping somebody anyway. Um, so I don't maybe you do maybe you do keep Zion and then just start streaming another spot. Um, because mm. if the question is because the question is kind of also like, do you believe in RJ and Tyrese Maxey? I believe in Tyrese Maxey more than RJ. Um, I don't really believe in RJ at all. I'm like the number one RJ Barrett hater. Um <laughs> so, saving some time for that later in the pod for you to hate on Barrett, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's just not. I mean, he's not a good points. I mean, what are his fantasy points here? Well, I, points, I, I think, I think, you guys are actually keeping Zion. I think that's where you're netting out. I, I think we are gonna gonna flip flop on this, yeah. <clears throat> and I think I'm I'm in agreement here. You know, Zion in my one ESPN points based league, and this is, um, you know, I don't know if this is the exact same settings uh, as our super fan here. But Zion's averaging 12.2 fantasy points per game um, in this compared to Barrett, who's at 8.4. Uh, and and Maxi is, let's see, Maxi's at 8.3. 8.4. The Vegas League? Yes, yes. I know this is an odd format. Nobody plays points, that. I, I know it's an odd scoring format, but it is a points-based league. But essentially, you know, Williamson's, you know, 66% higher scoring or whatever it is than then Maxi or, or, or Barrett and Maxi and Barrett are essentially in this league. Uh, you're right. I mean, they're, they're borderline keepable players. They're, they're like league average value uh, as far as their production goes. And if there, cause there are plenty of guys in, in our points based league that are averaging just under eight fantasy points per game. And if you're going with a streaming option, you can easily identify streaming options that are between eight to nine points for their current role for that upcoming week who might have four games like you mentioned, Alex. So that, honestly, I, I'm with you there. I, I think a streaming option is almost better than Barrett and Maxi. So my answer is switch to no, keep Zion, try to trade him for someone who's averaging uh, more fantasy points per game than Maxi or Barrett. Or if you're feeling Thank crazy... You. I'll say you're feeling crazy. Uh, trade for RJ and Maxi, and then just drop RJ. <laughs> Maybe you just want Maxi's production. I don't know, yeah, but um, yeah, you can. All right, Alex. Alex, tell us about our good friends at Swagger. The back half of the NBA season is upon us, and your fantasy team looks like it's going to wobble for Wemby. We got your Plan B right here. It's called Swagger. Swagger is a da- is daily fantasy for all fan kind. It's the most player-friendly DFS site in the game created by four sports fans who simply want some skin in the game and a real shot at winning. Here's how it works. Pick two to ten player props and score points for the picks you get right. Win a cash prize based on your score, not a perfect ticket. I repeat, you don't need a perfect ticket to win. Even if you get one, two, sometimes half your ticket wrong, you can still walk away with cash in your bankroll. Swagger has payouts up to 50 times and sometimes even higher depending on your picks. With hundreds of props for you to play, you can build any ticket with any number of players across multiple sports. So you can play NBA props along with NFL, MLB, NHL, all the top soccer leagues, golf, tennis, motorsports, whatever tickles your fancy, 
Swagger's got it. Ready to play? Go to playwithswagger.com and sign up and enter promo code ROTOWIRE10. That's the numerals one zero from the drop-down menu. Swagger will drop a free $10 into your account to get you started. Plus, they'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. Swagger, daily fantasy for all fankind. That's ROTOWIRE10 for a free $10 added. To your account. I'll also add, rest in peace, monkey knife fight. Let's go to the waiver wire. Uh, this upcoming week, there are uh, five teams with only two games. Uh, Chicago, the Clippers, Minnesota, Phoenix, and so- San Antonio. So it's a bit of a slow week. Uh, fans who are watching the video podcast can see Ken Kreitz. Um, I don't know if that's technically that's for dancing. Coworker par. That's for coworker uh, par. Ken having some sort of allergic reaction on screen while showing the camera his Larry Bird shirt. Uh, unlicensed Larry Bird shirt. <laughs> Trying to get us deals with NBA.com. You don't even buy their stuff. I see. Okay. Um, I of their stuff. They get <laughs> hey, we got five teams with only two games next week. Chicago, the Clippers, T-Wolves, Suns, and those really annoying Spurs. Only two games next week. Alex. Tell us who's your available in 50% of leagues player. If you're in a daily lineups league, you're too late for this. But Dennis Smith Jr. of the Charlotte Hornets, 39% roster in Yahoo, 20% on ESPN. LaMelo Ball's season is over after he fractured his ankle. Um, DSJ, he came off the bench in his first game with LaMelo out this time around. But played 26 minutes. That's fine. Uh, Had a solid game. Eight points. Six assists, five rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. He is a def- he's a defense guy. He can get rebounds because he's an athlete, good passer. Uh, it's the scoring that usually lags behind. But on the whole season, with Lamelo out, it's twenty seven fantasy points in twenty seven minutes per game, and yeah. pretty much anybody that can get you one fantasy point per minute is worth rostering. And in roto leagues, those defensive stats are are quite valuable. So even if he doesn't start, um, you gotta add him. I really thought the Hornets already learned that they're better served with Terry Rozier at shooting guard than starting him at the point. And once again, Rozier had a terrible shooting night. He can't he can't shoot well and play point guard. He, he needs to be a shooting guard. They should have Dennis Smith Jr. starting. This is a long way of me saying I like that pick, Alex. It is very solid pick. He's going to be one of the more popular uh, pickups for the, for the next uh, fab period. Uh, you know, it, I would rather see him starting. Uh, and the one caveat I will bring up about Dennis Smith is he does not hit three pointers. He is uh, hitting 0.4 three pointers per game this season. Um, and, and even when he gets extra run, uh, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna increase. I don't think we'll see him hitting one, three, even one three pointer per game. And I know that actually factored into whether or not I put a bid on him in, in one or two weeks where he is available. Cause I am desperate for three pointers mm. And he just didn't fit my team needs. But, you know, the assists are always hard to find. Uh, Steals, same uh, on the waiver wire. So if you got a guy who can get assists and steals, he's worth he's worth adding. Good caveat, Shannon. Good caveat. Uh, Here's my available in 50 percent of leagues. A guy we've mentioned a few times on the show, Kenyon Martin Jr. KJ for the Houston Rockets. He's managed in 49 percent of Yahoo leagues and 16 percent of ESPN leagues. He's been starting a long time for the Rockets. His last nine games, though, 
about 15 and a half points, almost six and a half rebounds, 1.7 stocks while shooting 57% from the field. He's hitting almost a one three-pointer, and he's playing 33 minutes a game. Houston does have only three games, not four games next week. But I like Kenyon Martin uh, as my uh, available in half a league's pick. If you uh, if you're a sicko and you actually watch a Rockets game, Ooh. he sticks out like a sore thumb in a good way. Like his energy, he's always around the basket. He's hustling plays. So yeah, he's a guy where he's gonna keep playing. I'm not concerned at all about his role. Um, he's been good for a long time. It's actually, I don't know what his future is um, with the team because he's not. I don't think he's how how old is KJ Martin? Um, let me double check. He's 22. Yeah. He's got some upside going forward, but your point stands, Ken. He's good to add this week. Shannon, who is your available in 50% of leagues player? It's always a pleasure when I can make a homer pick. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, and this season's been fun because I've been able to bring this player up at least a few times. Ad nauseum. Some might yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Maybe so. <laughs> he's a young, he's a young, young kid still, 21. Uh, Killing Hayes for your and my. Detroit Pistons. Yeah, Kill- Killian's still under-owned in fantasy leagues. 43% on Yahoo, 15% for ESPN. And and Killian, you know, he's bounced back and forth from the starting lineup, but he has started uh, eight games in a row for the Pistons. Now, I would have to imagine, you know, barring injury, he remains locked in as their starting point guard for the remainder of the season. Uh, you know, it's cute to give Alec Burks so, some minutes here or there, but uh, I highly doubt they put him back in the starting lineup over Killian Hayes. Over that eight-game stretch of starter, Killian's averaging eight points, 6.8 assists, 1.6 steals. <clears throat> Another guy does, doesn't really hit a lot of three-pointers. He's uh, 0.8 three-pointers per game. He's at least attempting them, though. 4.3 attempts per game, uh, good for 17.6% from downtown. He's working on it, folks. He's working on it. But still, the assist, the steals are there. So if you need assist and steals, Killian's a guy who who will at least uh, go out there and get you those two categories, and, and maybe you know at least attempt to get you some three pointers. He is uh, if you're if you're punting field goal percentage, Killian is a great add. Um, points leagues, he's better. I mean, but yep. 30 30 percent from the field over the past fifteen games. Hey, uh, the, the free throw, but, the free throw stroke looks crisp though. 81.7% from the floor for the season. But your, your point stands though, like assists and steals. You just can't find those on the waiver wire consistently. So you need those things. You, you pick them up. There you go. And Detroit has four games next week. And I, I will put this on the table. Killing Hayes, better rest of season free agent pickup than Dennis Smith Jr. Or Dennis Smith Senior, or any of the Dennis Smiths. Yeah, that sounds like a bit of a board bet. Alex. We can make, we gonna, can make a side on that. Uh, we can make a side I, bet on that. Are we, are we talking points leagues? There's just no way the field goal percentage, right? I mean, how can you, Alex? Don't don't bicker. Just take the bet. Take the bet. <laughs> well, we can figure out. We can figure out the details. I, I'm okay. just, yeah. It's not like Dennis Smith is this uh, is an automatic bucket and, and and hitting fifty percent of his shots either. Sounds like a more an easy morning coffee wager here, Alex. Come on, take it. Yeah, yeah. For the one time I'm in the office the rest of the year. <laughs> um, okay. Well, as long as we're going repeat cycle on players, yeah, 
You've got something, Alex, you really want to get off your chest. DeLon Wright, my guy. Uh, he's my new Isaiah Hartenstein from last year, who I recommended like six times in this in this section. Uh, yes, I'm recommending him again, but this time it is serious yep. because we got Monte Morris deemed week to week. Mm. And if I know anything about injuries, it's that that means he's out three weeks. Um, <laughs> as a starter, Wright's averaging uh, seven points, six assists, four boards with 1.4 steals in 30 minutes. But he has upside for more steals because he's averaging 1.9 steals in 23 minutes per game on the season. Um, some some could say he's a he's a he's a veteran Killian Hayes out there um, mm. putting in work. So yeah, this is I'll just 29. percent It's just a it's just an ad. Again, it's guys on the waiver wire. How many guys are you finding that are getting you five assists and two steals upside of the waiver wire at this point of the year? Basically, nobody. If you need steals, Delon Wright is your guy. Uh, hey, before I mention my long shot of the week, fans, if you like our video, please hit like and subscribe below here on the YouTube buttons. Uh, my long shot of the week, I'm not even sure he's my long shot of the week. I just want to point out that he is back in the NBA. Chris Dunn playing for your Utah Jazz, managing 14% of Yahoo Leagues and only 3% of ESPN. Yes, that Chris Dunn from Minnesota and Chicago fame, the guy who couldn't shoot. Well, that 28-year-old is now hitting 53% from the field in his three games with the Jazz. Colin Sexton's out. Jordan Clarkson's out. Last three games, Dunn's put up over 12 points, four assists, 1.7 steals uh, per game, while almost hitting 1-3 a game. Anyway, maybe this is a lot of smorgasbord of steel guys in today's uh, waiver wire video. But Chris Dunn back in the NBA getting steals. I, I would say I think uh, I think his most recent note on our site, the headline explains what you're talking about. The headline is stays relevant Tuesday. <laughs> yes. I, I love a comeback story, Alex. It's a great yeah. comeback. He's got what he had like he only had like 30 NBA games the last three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> knee injury that. in there. Yeah. Knee injury in there too. So uh the thing you gotta be aware of is like it's a 10-day deal. So there's a chance he's actually not an NBA player by the time your Sunday waivers pop up, but I imagine they'll give him a second one. I would I, mean, I would with, almost with bet Sexton, on them. I Sexton's injury looks a little worse than Clarkson's. It seems like they've got minutes in the backcourt they really need to fill. Yeah. They do. Uh Shannon, who's your long shot? I mean, we're sticking with the steel theme here, boys. Yeah. I love this pick, by the way. I didn't do it because he's a 30%, but I love this pick. And Matisse Thibault, 30% on Yahoo. Delicious. 4% on ESPN. You know, there we, we know his flaws. We've seen them for years in Philadelphia. But he looks like a changed man in Portland. Minutes. He's getting the minutes. I, I would argue. Exactly. I would argue when he got the minutes in Philly, he just did not take. Yeah, he did not take advantage of them. But he's doing that in in Portland. Uh, he has started six straight games for the Blazers. Over that stretch, he's averaging thirty minutes, nine point three board, uh, nine point three points, four point two rebounds, one point eight steals, and one point seven blocks. Most impressively, is the fact that he is knocking down three-pointers at a mm -hmm. clip that he never has done before. <laughs> he, he is shooting 54% from downtown and 2.3 three-pointers per game over that stretch. 
the three-point shooting will come back to reality here. But as long as he's playing close to 30 minutes per game and locked in that starting lineup, you know, I do think there's deep league value here, uh, possibly 12-team league value as well. Stocks, st- blocks, and steals is getting you, not just steals. Yep. Yeah, yep. I mean, he's a guy we've we've targeted for a long time, year after year, just saying, hey, if this guy gets 25 minutes consistently, you can roster him because of the stocks. So, and that's what he's doing right now. And you know? I, for an NBA team, if he if he can just knock down two three pointers per game, like he's gonna he provides enough value on the defense end that he warrants you know 25 to 30 minutes per game for an NBA team. And huge minutes available in the wing wing position for the Trailblazers. We we've been guessing, you know, Cam Reddish is doing Cam Reddish things. Sharp the rookies acting like a rookie. Many minutes to be had here on the wing in Portland. Yes, sir. Ken, who's your boring pick? <sighs> My boring pick of the week is Emmanuel Quickly of the New York Knicks. He is managed in fifty five percent of Yahoo, Yahoo leagues, but only twenty percent of ESPN. The Knicks have four games next week. In the last eight games, Quickly's quietly put up almost 16 points a game, 1.2 stocks, over two and a half triples per game while shooting 53% from the field. His assists and rebounds are a bit low. He's not starting, but he's seeing more minutes than R.J. Barrett. And you know what? Maybe I'm only making this suggestion to give Alex an intro to just dog on R.J. Barrett. Alex, go. God, the fans of this podcast have to be sick of me do- dogging on R.J. Barrett. He's just doing nothing out there. He's doing nothing. Talk like, about I, the shock chart, the, the shot chart you showed me yesterday. Oh, I mean, there's like, you know, if you're if you if you aware of the website cleaning the glass, they have like the shot charts with the colors. It's just blue everywhere. It's like this ice, guy cannot – he's not efficient blue. from anywhere on the floor. Nowhere on the floor is he efficient from. Not at the rim, not at the mid-range, not at the three, not at the corners, not at the free throw line. Nowhere. No. Doesn't play defense, turns the ball over, can't pass. Uh, it just the list goes on and on. He's just doing nothing out there. Like I and quickly is being productive. Quickly is being productive. And um all the numbers reflected, the on-off court numbers are abysmal for RJ Barrett. I mean, I, you cannot point to me a single stag at this point that's like positive for RJ Barrett, other than the fact that he gets to the free throw line. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, you, you're six six. You just throw yourself into other people enough in the NBA, and they give you the free throws. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, quickly, quickly's better than him, and I think we'll continue to play more down the stretch. All right. Well, with that, let's then shift gears to our Friday DFS picks, brought to you by Fanduel. Fans, sign up for Fanduel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best. NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. God, real cash. Um, we all love it. Ken had to walk away after that. Um, amazing. He's just gone. Um, 10 game, <laughs> 10 game slate today. Highest over under 241 Blazers at Hawks. As always, for the main, uh, the big injuries, check the Rotowire lineups page, check the news page, the injuries page. Uh, there's a million different places you can find it on our website. And of course, if you want to try Rotowire for free, including our DFS lineup optimizers, go to rotowire.com slash pod to do so. Okay, Shannon, we got a 10 game slate here. Where's your eye? Where are your eyes going? First place you're looking. Yeah, I mean, there there are a couple uh discounted players that I'm targeting with uh 
Valanchunas out, William Zion Williamson still out. Uh, Willie Hernan, Hernan Gomez will likely receive another start for the Pelicans. Uh, he he is at uh, forty six hundred um, on FanDuel. You know, I, Valanchunas is considered doubtful, so we we have to wait to see if he's officially ruled out. But if that is the case, I like Hernan Gomez quite a bit, um, even in limited minutes. Um, he, he usually produces. Um, he's coming off 20 fantasy points in 20 minutes against Portland in a spot start. Um, there's upside for more. You know, we've seen him go off for 40 plus fantasy points in, in 28 minutes just a few weeks ago. Um, so he has that kind of upside. <clears throat> um, the, and then Matisse Thibel, who we already discussed, um, like you mentioned, that Portland Atlanta game has the highest over under. Thibault's probably going to be in line for for thirty around thirty minutes again tonight. Um, there's you know there's risk with him because um, he can go out there and play thirty minutes and put up a, a goose egg. But I do like I, I like that game um, and, and I like his his price point for tonight's slate. Um, looking more on the uh, expensive side, you know if I if there's one player who I'm going to I'm going to earmark for 60 plus fantasy points tonight in this slate. It's got to be Anthony Davis, right? I mean, is there anyone else who's just an obvious in an obvious position to blow up? I don't, I don't Uh, know. Lillard against the Hawks, maybe, but I assume they'll put DeJounte Murray on him. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, with, with, with LeBron James out, it's hard for me not to want to plug Anthony Davis in there almost immediately. He's coming off back to back. You know, he, he sat out the most recent game against OKC. That was essentially just, you know, uh, uh, him resting. He is probable for Friday night's game. I was say, are you worried about his foot? Footage? No, I'm not. I mean, he's been, he's been questionable every game this season and it's pretty, when he's coming off a, a you know, a game where it seemed like he was sitting for rest purposes, no, I, I'm more inclined to plug him into my lineup. And he's coming off back-to-back 60-plus point games, 65 uh, fantasy points against Dallas and 61 against Memphis. Um, I expect a big night from him tonight. Uh, Portland's defense is bad as well. I mean, I think you could yes. target Trey Young in that game. Like, you could go Lillard and Young. Maybe there's an opportunity for that. Just back on the over-under of that game. Um, some of the more expensive guys, I mean, marketing against OKC, uh, given the way that the Utah's depth chart's looking, there's just a chance he goes off for 50 like every single night. Um, that was even before, <laughs> even before the depth chart looks how it does. Um, you know, Ken mentioned Kawhi is out, um, and that, you know, obviously that opens up more time or more usage for Paul George, technically Westbrook, but we also have Zubach questionable as well. So Plumley, Plumley could get in there. De'Aaron Fox uh, is probable after missing one game. Um, Ken, we have Brooklyn-Boston uh, today. What's your read on this? Because you, you, the other you know, night. One, you... I, I, I can't get enough of Mikael Bridges. I'm not sure what his salary is at now on FanDuel right now. But um, uh, for those that were uh, digging Derek White, those glorious stats seem to be over as Marcus Smart's back, playing solid defense. They look good. White, his permanents are nice, but he's not getting the minutes he used to be. Um, hopefully, Brown's still wearing the mask and playing well. Uh, Tatum's a little off 
you're talking about 80 point guys. I don't put Tatum in that category. He's just kind of had a bad week. Um, so I guess I'm just announcing bad news other than my affection yeah. for uh Bridges. Bridges Bridges is 7900. Um it seems like he and Johnson are kind of alternating lead dog roles there. Maybe it's Bridges' turn tonight. Johnson got more shots the other night. Yeah, if I if I'm targeting one player from the Brooklyn side, it is Johnson still. Johnson's got three consecutive games of uh over 35 fantasy points, 41, 37, 37. Um, and he's doing that. Like he only topped 30 minutes in one of those three games. Uh, but he he's making it up. You know, if he's, he's either pouring in 33 points in 27 minutes uh, or getting four steals and, and, and more rebounds than usual. He's been very productive. He's been in the starting lineup for, you know, he's been in the starting lineup for that entire stretch. I like him a little bit more just because of the lower price point. 6,000, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we kind of dogged on Terry Rozier earlier, but going up against Orlando, obviously the usage has increased. He's 7,800. I don't love that price, but Four shooting doesn't hurt you in the DFS format. Exactly. And he has plenty of games where he's over 40. So, um, I think there's a chance he could be low rostered because the price feels a little prohibitive given what he has done lately, but obviously the opportunity is there, um, for sure. So we have, who else do we have here? I want to I want to toss one out to the field. See what you guys feel about this one. All right, we're going back to the Atlanta Portland game again. Highest over under of the night. John Collins is at his lowest price point he's on been a dog. He's been, yes, that, this is true. This is why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> Fifty two hundred on FanDuel. Uh, his lowest price point of the season. He's been hovering around those, uh, you know, just under six thousand, right? Fifty seven, fifty nine hundred range. Um, there's there's points of the season where he was, you know, seventy seven hundred and, and and hovered around seven thousand for long stretches. But 5,200 for a guy who we know can pop off for 40 fantasy points. Hasn't done it recently, though. In the past three games where he's actually played, he is averaging 13 and a half fantasy points per game. I'm, and I assume it's kind of health-related. He missed two games because of back, two of the last five. So I don't know what reports are on him being healthy. He did play 26 minutes in each of the last two games. Um, the upside's there. That is a tough call, Shannon. I uh, I would not turn there unless you're trying to almost be contrarian. Like yes, it's a low absolutely. point. Like it's like it's never. I mean, if you're if you bet on a bunch of guys at their low points, like you're gonna have a really good night at some point. But um, yeah, it's kind of a contrarian move. Like guy who's gonna be like one percent roster or something, and um, for that only. I would There's say, a reason yeah. the price is dropping. There. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, <laughs> We also have Durant. It's going to be his second game in Phoenix uh, tonight against the Bulls. But the Bulls, don't sleep on the Bulls' defense. Um, before last night, I haven't checked the updated stats. Before last night, the Bulls had the second best defense in the NBA since January 1st. So um, just be aware of that before you throw like Booker, Paul, Durant, your lineup automatically, and you're like, oh, it's Bulls. It's a cakewalk. It's not. These games are, they're grinding them out these days. Well, their guards can't score, but they're all good defenders. <laughs> that whole Beverly, right. Caruso, Desunmu. Desunmu yeah. had some great stat about – he was like top five de- defender when guarding an all-star this season. Hmm. I was uh, and there, uh, there were the other big names that you expect. And then Io. It was uh, 
anyway, it was, it was, it was interesting. I wish I could remember the exact source for that. I can't, sorry. Uh, we also have a ghastly 215 over under from Nick's Heat. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. Um, a game that I assume a lot of people will be avoiding. So if you're thinking a little contrarian, that's on the board. Um, Butler's uh, may not play in that too, right? Yeah, I think Butler's Some questionable. Knee, uh, yeah. knee soreness. Of course, the Heat. You've learned how whether or not to trust the Heat uh, reporting, right, Alex? Uh, it's it's all over the place. Um for sure. Uh, anybody else you're thinking about, Shannon? Yeah, I, I do. I do like Franz Wagner, 5,900. I like the matchup against Charlotte. Uh, pretty much any, any, I, 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 I like that Orlando Charlotte game. You know, I know we already t- touched on scary Terry, um, but in the over under is really low 22.6, but I've watched enough Hornets games to know that they can <laughs> get uh, out of hand and surpass the 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 over under really you know go well over that um you know with Ubre Ubre is a little bit too expensive after having a 40 point game PJ Washington's doubtful um but I do think like Mark Williams Gordon Hayward um you know Dennis Smith Jr Scary Terry all of those guys are, are in play and then and then on the on the Orlando side you know 5900 for for Wagner is is Pretty pretty damn cheap. So I, I like him there. Um that that that's about it for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. maybe but with Hernan Gomez and, and and Anthony Davis, those are my building blocks tonight. I'm gonna build okay. around those two. Hernan Gomez, good to hear. Good to hear. FanDuel fans, FanDuel's providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, pay one dollar in an NBA contest, and receive ten dollars instantly. Let's keep it going with the old man rant. I arg. <laughs> I hate iPad airport restaurants. Uh, okay. I want to interact with a human. There are plenty of people there. They're all watching me utterly confused with this damn automated menu. The freaking machine isn't saving me any money. They still charge me an arm and a leg for a cheeseburger and a beer. No, I do not want to create an account. I want a beer. Newark and LaGuardia are the worst. Everything is fancy and shiny, and nothing works. And these damn iPads bombard you with ads during your entire meal. I hate iPad airport restaurants. Also, they invented a tip, and I don't know who I'm even tipping. (laughs) Nobody. Ugh. The machines. I'm tipping the machines. I hate the machines. Uh, Can you tell yeah. I was in four airports the last four days? Yes. Yeah. Um, mispronounced the names. <laughs> I uh, don't remember any. Maybe Shannon, wrong. it feels like you want to have a counterpart to the old man rant. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I had a few thoughts. None of them seemed like uh, very good jokes, so I held off on uh, <laughs> jumping in there. You know, there would have been a mispronounced name. I actually meant to uh, mention the the rookie rookie wing player from the Jazz. I forget. Oh, Chai Abaji. Yes, Abaji. Yeah, uh, he he is a good option now that he's clear to play for Friday night slate. I do recommend him uh, as well. Thirty nine hundred on Fanduel. I already forgot how to say his name. What is it again? 
Abaji. Abaji. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm also afraid to say it, Shannon. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by FanDuel and Swagger. Ken, take us out of here. Yeah, let's go to Boston, where Marcus Smart was asked his thoughts about Bam Adebayo, saying Bam should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Marcus said, quote, me and Bam both know that's a lie. Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. <laughs>